Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, my Fresco babies. How are we this week? Now, this episode is a special episode. Uh, Originally, I was going to have a different episode premiere today, but we just recorded an episode yesterday, and I think it's so good that I'm I'm bumping it up. I'm bumping it up in the order. Now we just got one, you know, canned for some, some week we can't do this. Uh, which I don't actually see happening. We're, we've been pretty consistent. This is the most consistent thing I've done in 2020, baby. If you are here, boy, do I appreciate you being here. If it's your first time listening, thank you so much. Please, uh, if you're also listening, subscribe, follow on Spotify, rate on Apple iTunes. But boy, do I appreciate appreciate you being here. Next week is Christmas. We will be having a special Christmas episode that uh, we are currently gathering materials for right now. That's one of the reasons that I ended up uh, pushing off last week's episode because we started talking about Christmas a little bit too early. And uh, boy, do I have some great Christmas stories, and so does Wanna Be. Also, I want to say that... Uh, that sounded British. I want to say that uh, uh, last night I watched an absolutely mind-blowing... It was about two and a half hours, but it was a a lecture on ancient geometry. And so they got into the pyramids, the Parthenon, and boy, is that going to affect my brain until the end of time. The interdimensional bedroom's about to get just a little bit weirder. We are all connected. And I don't know how these ancient... They they were... let, Let me just break it down for you. I don't have a lot of time left. These ancient civilizations that we consider pretty primal you know egyptians building pyramids in order to build the pyramid like they did they needed to have information that we didn't even have until 1980 now just think of that they were they accurately measured our planet without satellites within five feet of what we found out in 1980 with our most accurate satellite uh surveillance of our planet earth that is crazy this week is a fun episode I hope you have a great, great, great weekend. I hope you had a great week. Fresco out, baby. Enjoy this week's episode of Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. All right. What's going on this week, man? Dude, how you feeling? I heard you were having some vehicular problems. Yes, I was on my way up to the cities to go visit a friend. Yeah. And I was going, I was on, what is that, Highway 94 or something like that? Not to be specific. 52? No one knows where you some live. Some highway like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, uh, I was going uphill, so I had to like shift, shift up and the car manual? on that shift up. No, the, like the automatic, yeah, I was just going up the hill. So, so to maintain like speed. Yeah. 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 To maintain that speed. Um, it, to shift up, it like got stuck. The revolutions went mm, like way up to, to 4,000 revolutions. Not good. Not good. Yeah. Really bad. 
And then I, um, and then the car, as it started, as the revolutions went back down, yep. the car started shaking, like the whole damn car. And I thought at first I was like, oh, it's just the road. And then I was like, oh no, this car is shaking. Um, I'm not going to say violently. This car is shaking aggressively. Yeah. It seemed like the car was uncomfortable or like was like about to like fart or something. Like it was like your stomach when you, you know, are like really hungry or drink too much coffee and that gurgling sound. That's what it was, but it was my car. And then there was a small smell, like a faint smell of something burning. You hate that. So God, you hate that <laughs> when you're driving. There's just, you know, there's not many. You look times around, you're you like, mm, there could be like a farm or something around here making that smell. It's definitely not my right? car. Yeah, dude. I pushed it back in my mind in so many ways where I'm just like, Mm, little shaky shake you know. you know the roads are rough Not- this time of year it's freezing <laughs> yeah. it's thawing i mean the concrete's expanding and yeah. i mean it's it's a hellscape definitely exactly. that's the reason the car's shaking exactly and i don't have any money and i'm i don't know shit about engines so the car starts shaking um i get it there's a faint smell of something burning i pull over i put the hazard lights on on the highway I'm- you're pulled over on the fucking highway god bless you really, that is my biggest fear of all time it I sucks hate man that feeling. It's, it's awful i was sitting there as far over to the side as i possibly could be and you know every car that comes by is and i'm just like yeah. fuck and it's cold and every it's like every 10 seconds and it, it it gave me a feeling of you know great anxiety every single time yeah the helplessness helplessness it's, oh yeah it was yeah it was awful so i start problem solving um my car does take oil a little faster than most do Mm. and so i'm like shit do i have any extra oil i bet the car's just out of oil and i just haven't been responsible about filling it up enough anyway there's no oil so i just i'm like all right well um the the least i can do is let the old thing um cool down a little bit that is the absolute least i can do is sit here listen to the radio let the engine cool down i do that i start her back up not sounding pretty by any means get to the nearest gas station yep. and then so you're um, off the highway at least now at this point off the highway yeah but it did on the way to the gas station are shaking again so mm. i go to the gas station fill up the tires and uh, some guy smoking a cigarette like right after i started filling up the tires just sort of walked up like meandered up to me like a little closer than um i was comfortable with and he goes this thing have a automatic gauge for air pressure and i was like yeah it does and uh, and then he walked away and i was like that was really strange i did not yeah. enjoy that this night is going awful so far yep yep <sighs> anyway uh i had my buddy who knows about cars he plugged some thing that looked like a calculator into yep. something underneath the yep. steering wheel. Notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my first piston has been misfiring and i yep. need a change in coils and that explained the burning smell well you know what it's okay though because that's that's relatively a simple fix it could be a lot worse and i think you can still kind of drive it when it's misfiring can't you well I've you can yeah and i only need it for short distances as of right now so i'm just making sure it's got enough oil in it but he was like yeah the coils are burnt and i was like what is this a fucking vape pen <laughs> this is my car this is a toyota camry i can tell you've been saving that joke <laughs> You've been canning, you've been canning it, and you're like, stop. You said the coils were burning, and I'm like, what is this, a vape pen? Oh, (laughs) there's a Toyota Camry, not a vape pen. It was a good one. You you chuckled. Come on. I chuckled. I chuckled. Come on. Yeah, I know all about car problems just from traveling. 
the United States in the minivan, not a minivan, but like a, a, a vans, multiple vans. It's just, it always happens. The more you drive, the more that stuff just happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, some were our fault. Some weren't. We, I did have of uh, the misfire thing uh, in, in that happened in Pittsburgh. There's so many hills. We, the guy driving floored up the hill to go fast, which is a dumb idea yeah. when you have so much weight in the vehicle. Um, but thankfully the next day we got it fixed in Connecticut and the guy oh, actually nice. fixed it for free. He sympathized with us. Yeah. He goes, uh, my, uh, my son just started playing guitar. I'd hope one day down the line, someone would do this for him. If he had, you know, we had just enough money to cover it, but it was like all the money we had. It would have been, like been like $400. And he just did and this it for was just us. a random mechanic. Random mechanic. Um, also, his best friend owned a chili restaurant next door, and he gave us free chili. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that bro. Was amazing. It was an amazing. It was an amazing, uh, life affirming. People aren't that bad. Shitty. <laughs> yeah. So that was in Connecticut. I see. This is interesting because when I was on the East Coast, my impression, and this is a generalization, obviously, but my impression of people and this was from the people of boston massachusetts yeah are mean in the east coast yeah um jesus that was my assumption as well but i have met i have met a lot of people on the east coast who are very kind the difference is in their communication styles in the midwest man we don't even say what we want we hope the other person assumes and gets our intention without actually saying what we want right out east like there's this guy i was in Penn Station. I don't know how the fucking trains work in New York City. Like we got in. I don't yeah. know how to get the fuck out. And uh I was like, excuse me, sir. He's like, before you start, just tell me what you want. Just tell me what you need to know and I'll let you know. He's like, no one here has time. No one here has time to like to help you, but we'll help you if you just ask a specific question. And I was like, I need to know how to get to this city. He goes, watch that sign. It'll tell you how far the train's away. It'll tell you what platform. Have a good day. <laughs> and i was like okay thank you like he wasn't being mean he just yeah serious like life moves very quickly out there it's much yeah. different than here here you can you can change lanes to get in your turn lane three miles before your turn out there right. that's not, not how people drive yeah yeah and that is really um an interesting shitty thing about the midwest it is annoying i do wish that that was a little bit there was a little more of that here in the midwest just more direct uh, being assertive because it's like passive aggressive on top of passive aggressiveness and sometimes it's on top of non-aggressive passiveness it's like there's no it'll take it, it just we need to be asked for what you want once in a while like it's not a bad thing to want yeah. things no i think it's christian guilt yeah i, I bet there's some like protestant ethic in there and what I was just going to say really quick is that it leads, it, it, it makes a lot of room for like almost narcissism when, when you're being passive aggressive and, or there's people that are passive aggressive and they, and then people don't interpret their message. Then they're like, ah, they didn't do How what do I needed know? them to How do. How do they not know the nuances? Yeah, exactly. And that's just like, that's just like a self-centered way to like live. So really that dude being rude in, you said New York. Yeah, it was New York city. Just, you know, is actually the, the true kind he wasn't person. being rude he just right was communicating right. differently that's yeah but yeah i have another um we always had troubles with our van i mean you because you're kind of piecing together you can't really afford something great when you're 22 we were buying everything in cash because that's all we had you know so um 
our one van we had to learn to fix pretty regularly like for a while you couldn't even start it without someone um injecting the lines in the front with the hood up into oh, the fuck. into the actual gas tank um okay so we learned how to do that like every time we had to start the van it took two people one to like one to like start it inside and then one to like inject fuel and in, directly into the line so it would start so it's that's a little wholesome that sounds really wholesome in a way well what's cool is that like i would invite girls out to start the van with me and that they would see me like as a mechanic and that's an attractive thing for people when they yeah, see a guy yeah. with his tools. And I didn't know shit. I only knew how to do that. And it was very easy. You get a little diesel on you, which is like a good fuel smell. People yeah, are like, oh, yep. this guy, he, he gets This guy's it. not afraid to get dirty. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> though one time, have I told you the story about, I don't think I've told you this story about how I almost ruined the van for the entire band. Like I almost totaled it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. All right. We are driving through Illinois, the middle of Illinois, which is the worst part of the country. I think uh, we're in El Paso, Illinois, and we need to stop for gas. Uh, this is like one of the busiest times we ever had. I hadn't been home in a long time for like more than a day or two. So we had been on the road for like two months and very tired. And uh, we stopped at a BP in El Paso, Illinois. Mm. To and that part is important, and I'll you'll learn why. And it was my I was driving, so I had to fill up the tank. That's how it always works. If you're driving, you fill up the tank because it's kind of like rest stops are fun when you're not driving because you can get out and do whatever and 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 school around. But like when you're driving, you really like have to take care of the car. And so I go up to the thing, make sure it's diesel, make sure it has a green handle because all the diesel handles are green. Uh, and I pump her full, you know, I pump her full of gas. We are almost empty. Uh, then we leave. There's also a fun, another funny story that happened in the bathroom of that BP, but that's for another podcast. And we're talking about, bathroom <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> let's just say the stall doors weren't stall doors. They were like saloon doors that like covered only like three feet of space. So you like, you could see the oh, bottom. You could God. see like someone would come in and see if the, <laughs> The, ba- the stall was empty. They didn't know until they were looking you directly in the eye. <laughs> yeah, dude, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I've and seen those before. That makes no sense It at makes all. no sense, but uh, it was me and my friend were next to <laughs> each other in the double stalls, and we were just geeking out because this guy came in, and he just, like, rounds the corner, looks at me in the eye, and he's like, God damn it. <laughs> That's just, like, I'm God. just shitting. I'm just pooping. Uh, anyways... <laughs> So we go to leave, um, oh back on the God. highway, and then, like, the engine starts, like, sputtering and okay. sputtering, um, and we're like, oh, that's not good, and then, so we throw the code thing on, um, we had one of those things your friend had. A little, little calculator. calculator thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just, we kept one of those on because things were always happening, and you can Google all that, and you can Google all the information, like, it throws a code, you can Google what it means, and then you can, like, self-diagnose it, and a lot of things are, you are, like, pretty manageable. You can, like, do a lot of things with Google and YouTube, because you can put in your direct model, and some dude has done a video, if it's, like, a simple fix, like, replacing brake pads, or replacing the turbo line, you know, there's, like, little things that happen very commonly that are easier to fix, um, and then we did, so we had 90 miles to go to our destination and we were staying with a host family, which is just like these kind people who would just like host bands traveling and give them food and a bed to sleep in, which is awesome. 
That is and, so dope. Um, it, we barely made it. I mean, we had a full tank of gas. So I'm like, what the hell is this? We barely made it. So next day, the woman, uh, I won't name names, and you'll know why in a bit. Uh, okay. She, um, we're right in the south side of Chicago at this point. Um, like right in Indiana, like right south of Chicago. Okay. Um, and our <laughs> she calls her mechanic friend over, and he tests the gas, and he goes, "I thought you said this was diesel." And we're like, "Yeah, it's diesel." He's like, "It's filled with fucking unleaded," like in a very Chicago accent. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh, that was me who last filled up, and so we found the receipt, and yes, it happens to be that I've filled up our gas tank with like 30 gallons of unleaded fuel oh no and we drove with it for 90 miles which means that shit was kicked all the way through baby uh yeah and so we got it towed to his shop and um i start looking at colleges to attend because i have killed the band basically i was like that was my assumption was we had just bought this van. We have no money. We're in the middle of a tour. I don't know how we're going to get home. Like, I'm sure we would have figured it out, but like to take all our gear home and like separate friends cars would have taken like a couple days. I mean, we had a lot of gear and uh, uh, so we wait all day. Bands pissed at me. They should be. I really messed up. And uh, she calls us up. Her friend called her and then she calls up. She goes, uh yeah it's taken care of he owed me a favor uh and this is like a three thousand dollar fix he had to take the entire engine out flush the lines and put it all back together and we're like owed you a favor what the hell um well she was an attorney in the south side of chicago which is a bit crime ridden and we go to pick up the van and it's at this like weird middle of nowhere the front is like this biker bar. There's like a thousand motorcycles okay. outside this place. And we're like, what the fuck is this place? And we go to like a warehouse behind this place. And like, we pull up and this guy's like, Hey, who are you guys? And we're like, we're here. I think is he had like a name, like monkey or something like that. He had like a weird nickname and we're like, yeah. We're, yeah. And he's like, okay, yeah, right through here. We're expecting you. And he pulls it out. And then we find out like the guy she owed a favor to is part of the Chicago mob. Like, oh my god like she pulled a favor out she must have gotten somebody off at some point she pulled a favor out for like a four thousand dollar uh car fix and we're just like oh my god like we were in the depth of the chicago mob like yeah one of them one of the families are like one of the the groups oh at this god, like man. biker bar that's like probably a front for things where they launder money through these weird warehouses behind they had a security guard yeah. who like asked who the fuck we were it was crazy. yeah we drove out of there and we're like oh my god oh my god dude that is so nuts that is just unbelievable that you were able to fi- get that fixed like with no cost to you again yeah, dude because i like seriously, every time. and then we played a show that night and it was like the best show we've ever played because it felt before like four hours before the show it was like we're never playing a show again <laughs> like yeah, that's how it, it felt. Just felt so sweet yeah that is nuts dude um i can't i the amount of stories you have where you just get off like dude. last week where you 
the fucking story with your brother in the choir. So this is what I'm saying. That when I say I believe in God, kind of, this is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I understand. It's just, it's just like, you know, most people have like a story like that, but you have like a whole fucking. <laughs> I've got a whole library. That's why I, I don't know what's going on, but I feel gilded in a way. Yeah, I understand that, man. I, I think that you should roll with that. And you should probably, I mean, I guess that's what the podcast is. You got to share those stories with the world so that other people believe in God too. Yeah, I don't want, I don't know if I want that either though. <laughs> Felt a little cheesy saying that out loud, but I'm going to yeah. tell a story about um, one time when I, w- we went to Nebraska to see the solar eclipse in 2017 in the summer. Nice dude. And I uh, I like partially blinded myself looking at that thing. Really? I looked. I just looked straight into it. Like for ten weeks, every article online was like, "Don't look at the eclipse." And the eclipse starts, and I went. I looked directly up at it, and I was like, "Oh, it hurts! It hurts!" And like my yeah. vision was like spotty for like a couple hours. Seriously, yeah, dude. It was it was phenomenal. Like, and we had the glasses. Um, and I guess real quick, I'll explain what the eclipse was like, but I was just in the middle of a cornfield in Beatrice, Nebraska. Now you might be thinking, sure it's not hey, Beatrice? Be- there we go. Are you sure it's not Beatrice? I can assure you it's not Beatrice because that is how we <laughs> pronounce it the entire time. And every one of the locals, it's Beatrice. It's Beatrice. And I was like, what oh, Nebraska, the fuck? Baby. I, hate, I hate Nebraska so much, but. We were in the same town as Bill Nye, um, Beatrice, Nebraska, and we still we slept in a um, corn or sorry we slept in a park in Diller, and I I'll tell that's that's uh, that whole night is a story for another podcast. Um, the actual eclipse was phenomenal though, and like standing it was just like rows and rows of cars on along this gravel road in beatrice nebraska and then on on either side of the road it was like soy field so we're just like kind of, just kind of felt like there was this nothingness of soy and beans growing for like miles and yeah. then just like this line of people we're outside of this van we've been um peeing in a in a gallon jug all day just because we just can't really move um forward to backwards because you have to keep your you have to like get a good spot for the because there's probably because you guys probably did you like google where the best place to see the eclipse was yeah dude my buddy who got a 35 on his act like did research yeah so he was not the only one though like no right bill nye was there probably everybody was there yeah, no, that's what I like. I'm just trying not to take credit for it. I didn't do shit. I got in a van and they were like, "Hey, you want to see the eclipse?" And I was like, "Yeah." Um, a on the way, it was 15 hours. Away. <laughs> it was 15 yeah, no, it was a 15 hour drive. I was still 20 at the time, and I wanted to, um, I wanted some beer to drink on the way down there because the car ride was so boring. So we stopped at a gas station. I, I bought a twisted tea of all things. I don't even know where that came from, but my buddy. Who was twenty one? Got I'll me a tell you twisted what it was. tea. It was twenty four ounces and probably like three dollars. Yes, exactly. But why would you do that when you're on a road trip? And actually, I'm sorry, I've got the story wrong. I got the twisted tea in Iowa, so I had to pee by the time we got to Nebraska. That's the thing. <laughs> Everyone thinks bands are partying on the road after the shows and stuff, and it's like, nah, because you have to pee every forty five minutes. That's just unsustainable. Yeah, yeah unsustainable. definitely. It, it's awful. But we we so we pick a random gas station. Um, I go inside and pee and I come out 
with my friend and um we're walking back to the van and there are there's this camera crew like interviewing people and we're like what the fuck and i'm a little buzzed at that point and everybody else in the car was um taking edibles and so they were all kind of high and so we're like should we go up to the camera crew and we're like and they're like yeah sure whatever we go up to the camera crew and they're like hey we're interviewing people going down to see the eclipse you want us to interview you and so we're like all right yeah sure so like we're all just like not quite sober you know and we do the interview and they're like hey can we give you can i give you my or can i give you my phone number you take a video of the inside of your van and then um get some footage of you guys actually driving and then send it to me and we'll put it on the news and we're like what what so they interviewed us all we um sent them the video of us in the van and it was um my other friend made shirts for the trip so he <laughs> he put he made matching shirts for us where he put his minivan on the front of the t-shirt and then there was like a rainbow coming out of it and the eclipse in the back <laughs> i will show you this shirt sometimes <laughs> fucking hilarious dude wait what news station was it do you know I'll, I'll get to that so that night we're it was the night before the eclipse so we're staying in diller nebraska we get a text from the dude sending us a website we made the lincoln nebraska local news dude <laughs> like no Dude, Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm going to try to find this video. Lincoln, Nebraska, solar so eclipse 2017. Um, we went back. I've looked for it now. We have the video. I can send it to you sometime. It is so funny, dude, because it's the, the guy, like, interviews two of my buddies, and it's just funny knowing that they were high during the interview, and he goes, these college dudes are heading down to the eclipse, <laughs> and – um, it was just like being in the middle of a football field in Diller, Nebraska, high and drunk, watching myself on the Diller on the Lincoln, Nebraska local news was just like an incredibly surreal experience. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a phenomenal. Husker diary, is it? See, dude, I've looked it up. I, you, you it might be, but it's hard to find, but I'll, I will show you the video sometime. <laughs> I was going to, I wanted to put it in the video in the, in the podcast. Yeah. But no, it's all right. yeah, it was just it was so funny. We we um we we tuned into the news like in real time, so it was like nine fifty five or whatever. And then the news comes on, and it's just a group of us um getting drunk on a at a, on a local football field, and um our buddy pops up, and we all just start hugging and cheering. We're like, we did it, we made the news, dude. That's such a good experience and such like a a reason travel man it's such yeah. it's such a um i mean that is a testament to why the weird you need to get into on yeah, the road it, uh, it's just so funny thinking about it It all happened because i had to pee because i drank a twisted tea yeah man but that's like lincoln nebraska news. yeah but like you're gonna remember that the rest of your life and like maybe you're not gonna tell your kids about that until they're like in their 20s and 30s yeah but that's the kind of goofy shit. It doesn't even have to be goofy, but like that's like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I totally felt like to a me, movie. and I think I might be wrong about this. To me, like the point of life is having as many situations as possible feel like you're in the middle of a movie. Like where it's like <laughs> almost so cliche or like so like there's multiple things. There's like multiple things that have to add up to make it feel like a movie you know like when i was the first time i was in virginia beach and 
the show got canceled, uh, even though there was like 40 tickets sold, which doesn't sound like a lot, but like on like a random Wednesday, a, ven- a small venue books a band that sells 40 tickets. That's really good. It's better than having no show, in my opinion. Yeah. You sell yeah. some beer and drinks and food. <clears throat> Sorry, it's still the morning. And so they canceled the shows, but we just decided to play acoustically on the beach. Maybe I've told, this, told mm. you the story before, but like Mm-mm. we ended up after the show, just like hanging out with locals, just like hanging out. Cause we didn't, it was Virginia beach, man. It's the ocean. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Virginia beach is cool too. If you look up pictures, it's like, it's one of those beaches where like all the buildings on the, on the coast have like a bunch of those neon lights and things like that. Like it's beautiful. Like it, we ended up, laying on this big mat which is just essentially like all the beach chairs like hotels would put out they have like cushions and they'd stack these cushions and put them put a tarp over them overnight and so it's like this huge 30 foot by 30 foot mat just made up of beach cushions that it's almost like it makes like a mattress almost because the tarp goes over it and way in the distance over the ocean there was like a thunderstorm so you could see like the lightning and stuff and the clouds over the beach it would like light up the ocean but it wasn't raining where we were and we were just like hanging out talking like just getting to know these people like two ships passing in the night these people who maybe i'll never see again who like came to see my band and it was like it was an amazing movie like moment no beer no drugs it just was like bliss man it was like this is why we did it this is why we do it it's amazing that like songs we wrote in my parents basement or my friends shitty house is like that's what got us there and it was like really like there's moments like that everyone should go out and travel i'm thinking about buying an rv (laughs) that's where i'm at in my life i'm like i I need to buy i need to live in an rv for a bit an rv and then you'll upgrade sell that for the ford bronco in five years it's all part of the process because i i i've I want to make these little mini documentaries about local people, but I want, I don't want it just to be around me. Mm. I want to make these just like iPhone, simple microphone, but I just had this idea to make these mini documentaries. Cause I, I have an eye for, for like camera work and I like finding out about like nitty gritty little stories mm-hmm. that are really interesting, but yet common, but there's a lot of weird people out there. Like good, yeah. weird, like celebrate everybody's colors kind of weird. Where it's mm-hmm. like maybe maybe weird's the wrong word, but they're interesting. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, that is a, a a wonderful thing, and that's that. Yeah, you could have a lot of fun doing that, and you could meet some, make some amazing connections doing that. I'm, I say, do it. Yeah, I think I think you and I should move to New Mexico, and then you can start there and do that. Yeah, they actually, say Santa Fe is a city different. They say that there are so many. Why New Mexico people. for you? Because I know that I have a dream of moving somewhere, and then but you keep saying New Mexico, and I've always liked the Southwest. You know that, but I mean, give me your New Mexico pitch, other than the fact that you have one family member that lives there. Yes, well, uh, I've got five family members if you count the whole family, and they are very wealthy. My uncle is a doctor. So if I, if I were to have a financial emergency, I would have at least a place to stay, a nice place to stay. Um, my other argument for New Mexico is that I feel like it has, um, well, okay, Colorado's overrated. Everybody's in Colorado. All the college kids graduate. They go to Everyone Colorado. goes to Colorado. Okay. I get it. it. Just because of weed, I don't get it's I think mountain. also if like if you like outdoorsy stuff like Colorado is the top of uh, pun intended that mountain of like if you like doing that camping and fit you know there's so much to do in Colorado that's like probably yeah. best in the nation 
yes. for that kind of stuff. Because that's yes. I have multiple friends. I mean, we're talking ten to fifteen friends who moved to Colorado. They love it. Right. Yes. And if you're one of those guys who or girls who got into fucking bouldering or rock climbing in college and now you want to go to Colorado and do that in the real that's cool. But I didn't do that. I just drank a lot of beer in college and I like food. And you know where has you know what state has great food? New Mexico. Mexico Mexican food is my favorite food. Dude, it yes, and I went to Santa Fe and in Santa Fe they have an ordinance that it you, you, they're not allowed to update or renovate the old Pueblo houses um in most of the city. So there are all these beautiful like the buildings are part of the art. There's these beautiful buildings where you go in and there's like a wood burning fireplace just built, you know, a little like indent in the wall just a real fire pit right there in the fucking entry of this place at night um they they just have a real fireplace going so it smells like like actual wood burning and then they sit you down you walk through these little doors because they were meant you know they were handmade by the by people i don't know what type of people but like hundreds of years ago that were then killed by custer yes yeah yeah (laughs) and and then you go and you sit down the waitress asks you what you want for food you're ordering food you've never eaten before she says red or green what is that question in in trying to ask you matt do you know yeah it's about the chilies about the salsa on top red or green salsa you that's the that's the state question what's colorado's state question i don't give a fuck dude i know like in the like in the south they'll ask you like do you want like tea or water like iced tea or water that's some shit yeah fucking denver awesome yeah you got your dispensaries but do they give a shit about what kind of salsa is on top of your burrito i mean that's amazing uh yeah dude it's i i want you to come with me and like everyone in the southwest they just say hi new mexico is always warm and but there's i feel like it's all the good of the southwest but new mexico doesn't know how good it is Colorado knows how good it is. I've actually always really loved New Mexico. There is, um, I always know I'm in the right place once in a while in my life. And it's a, it's a kind of a stars align situation. When I was growing up, there was a very specific group of stars outside my bedroom window that I would look at all the time falling asleep. You know, it was, they were to the South, to the South, uh, to the Southwest. And there's been a couple times in my life I was falling asleep in the back of the van and I would link up with those very specific, that very specific star pattern, you know, and wow. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm in the right place. One of those times was in New Mexico. I was, it was done with my four hour driving shift. The way we'd have a lot of room in the van. So the way it worked is after you finished driving, you would get the back bench to lay, you could lay down and sleep for a couple mm. hours before like we nice. rotated again. And I remember being so excited to sleep. I put on uh, an album by the killers or, mm. or something. It was, it was rock and roll. I know, but it was like driving rock and roll. We're just like, doom, 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 like very good for the highway. And I looked out and I like, I was facing the back of the van, but like, I, I like, I always like seeing out the window when I'd fall asleep. Cause especially in a new place, like you see, like, I love the mesas in New Mexico. Like the rock formations are so cool. Yes. Yes. That's another thing, man. And uh, I remember just looking out and I saw, I saw that same star formation and I was like, mm, that's, I'm right. I'm like right where I need to be, man. Yeah. So like, I, I have always thought about the Southwest. In fact, if before this year, if you asked me where I always wanted to move, it'd be Southwest, either Arizona or New Mexico. So for you coming in like this, but I have, what, what am I going to do in New Mexico? 
I don't, I have nothing there. Whatever you want, man. You just talked about buying an art. I mean, none of us have anything anywhere. Fresco. <laughs> Baby! None of us have anything anywhere. And you know that's true. And I know you love when people say stuff like that. I know that sort of trips your trigger a little bit. Yeah, but like, doesn't that seem like a bold move at, I don't want to play the numbers game, but like at 30, just to move to New Mexico with no, no friends there except you, who we've never really even hung out except for three <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Dude, just you, me, and my cousins and my uncle. <laughs> and I'm going to have to meet your cousins. You know, they're going to think yeah, that man. we're together. Yeah, that's true. They'll be that's like, who's true. this? Is this guy? Is this like a, what do they call him? Is this your bear? You know? And so I'm like, this is, so you moved to New Mexico with, with a so- friend <laughs> who you used to work with, who is seven years older than you. <laughs> and also <laughs> you don't, you haven't really hung out with, like you've hung out. You guys barely know each other. How and many times you have jobs? How many times have we hung out in person? We've always kept in touch. Very, more than I've kept in touch with most people in my life. But if you, other than work, oh my God, we've maybe hung out four times. I think it's, I think it's four. And if we, we could call it like five. And that's because we had a few half hangouts where we got a quick bite to eat together. Or like I ran into you at the park that one day. That's like a half hangout. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't yeah. seen you in probably over a year in person. Yeah. yeah, that day at the park, I think, was the last time. We we may have gotten a burger after that, right? No. When was the last time I saw you in person? Was it at the park that day? That was like fucking April. We, had, we got a burger last winter at the Amber Inn. That was the last... Dude, what in the world? So I must have been right before... It was like February. Oh, yeah, man. I bet it was right before COVID. Yeah. Dude, are we coming up on a year of not seeing each other? That feels dude, so weird. Dude, here's, here's a wild thing, right? I was talking to my best friend yesterday. So he's, like, immunocompromised. He has um, – actually, he listens to the podcast. So, hey, what up, bro? Um, hey, man. So it's, like, not – like, we've, we saw each other once with masks on, but, like, I'm being really careful, and so is he. So, like – I, this is the longest we've gone without seeing each other since kindergarten when we met, which oh is like God. heartbreaking. And Holy the last shit. time we hung out last New Year's Eve, we had last New Year's Eve together. Um, and we were 28. By the time it's probably safe for us to like hang out and get absolutely shit faced together again, we'll be in our 30s. We'll both have turned 30, <laughs> wow. which is wild to think the last time I saw my best friend. I was in my 20s, and the next time I'll see him, oh I'll my be God, in my yeah. 30s. Yeah, that is really weird. It's this weird gap. And now you want me to move to fucking New Mexico? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm asking, I think I don't know, man, because I, I know that you, you know I have plans to move somewhere else, but, I mean, you kind of have a point. It's like really, it, there's as much for me in New Mexico as there is where I'm at currently. Right. probably where, yeah. I, where else I would go. The, the reason I like the other place I've talked to you about is because I, I have a bunch of friends there, which would be nice because I, oh, okay. I would get lonely. But I'm also yeah. a nice guy. I could probably find friends anywhere. Yeah. 
if we were to move down there and after you know post-covid world we could definitely make some friends if we just posted up at any bar there's no way that you and i could walk into a bar and not leave with at least one friend that's true and i've done that alone as well right that's what i'm saying we've both even if it's the bartender you know yeah but like bartenders are a good hang that's what I'm saying. Like we could we could start there. We slowly what is, expand that bartender. What bar do you think is the average rent in in what is it? Santa Fe. That's what I'm saying, man. It's got to be cheap because people aren't you know a bunch of college kids aren't moving out there. You know, um, I, I I think I don't know if I'd move to Santa Fe or Albuquerque. My cousins live in Albuquerque. We could look at average rent in Albuquerque, and I could throw some numbers out. I could let uh, you know. I don't even have a guess though. I mean, I I feel like we would probably live somewhere outside of a city, similar to like. Cause I'm average rent in Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, about seventeen hundred dollars for a one bedroom. Oh, really? Wow. Most affordable as little as nine hundred and thirty. That's, I mean, but that's those are one bedrooms. Two bedrooms tend to be a little bit cheaper because you're splitting. Like, yeah, but I don't mind. I don't mind cuddling up at night if I have to. We could get bunk beds. We could. Oh my God, we could really get. We could get awesome bunk beds. But here's the thing. Like a nice, thick, firm, big old bunk bed. But would you rather live in a big city or like a town outside of a bigger city? Because I like the outside of a bigger city better because you have Me like too. your little hub with townies and, and a good yes. source of local weird. But then you have like a cultural hub, maybe like 30, yeah. 40 minutes away. I like that better. Yeah, I think I'd be more comfortable there, too. I grew up in a really small town, so I think I would thrive. I mean, yeah, I think that middle that middle kind of in between is yeah. much better than being I in think the actual city where we city. live now like a city that's like a hundred thousand is like a really good fit for me and yes. like what yes. i like can you imagine us just like coming into a town and just taking over yeah yes that's why i want you to come with me <laughs> i've already thought about it they're like who is just, this who are these guys you and i we go to a bar it's a friday night and we befriend the bartender and by sunday morning we got we've got him on the podcast they're like <laughs> yeah hey, why are you guys here man. we just moved here oh why we don't know <laughs> <laughs> you you, yeah, you tell me all right but you we have me. we have one minute left give it give us your closing statement on new mexico you me and a new mexican bartender on a sunday morning sipping bloody mary's talking about nonsense he's telling stories for the podcast in the afternoon we go swimming you know you may maybe uh hang out with my uncle you know do some dirt biking go to the mountains <laughs> they have dirt bikes <laughs> yes because they have all that desert land man you can uh, they, dude think of the desert land as a canvas just waiting to be painted on shut, that's my last pitch oh, that's all it. right all right maybe fresco's going to new mexico also fresco means outdoors so come on all right all right well, I'll see you next week for Christmas. Our special Happy Christmas Eve. episode, Get Warmed Up. All right, man. I'm already excited. All right. Bye. Love you, buddy. See you. Love you, too.